0: Yeah man, uh, dude Kurt, what's uh what's been going on since I saw you at Elevate?
1: I've uh, been working hard uh you know at the agency and on risk review and um uh, planning a vacation uh, which is coming up in a week or so. So
0: it's always fun. How's um how's life at the agency?
1: Agency life has been great. Uh it's been a little hectic because we're Uh, installing a new management system and so uh the last last week we were knee-deep in training and uh you know getting acquainted with the new software and figuring out how to use it so (laughs) that was hectic but otherwise you know new business is great lots of lots of activity there Um, you know renewals and everything else just uh keeping us on our toes so the major thing is the, the new management system.
0: Yeah, that's always uh, that's always a good time. What um, tell, me, tell me this. What was the one thing kind of driving the, the change? What were you looking to kind of mm-hmm. add functionality to? So, you know, one of the major things was automation,
1: uh, wanting to have a system that enabled us to uh, send emails automatically to clients 30, 60, 90 days ahead of renewal, uh, uh, enabling faster and easier search of the database uh, taking advantage of some uh, uh, some of the automated forms and um, proposals uh, that you can integrate with them as well so it was it was mainly we were on the old system for probably about 20 25 years and you know we really needed an upgrade Um and so, you know, this system is going to allow us to text to clients automatically, send email notifications, um, you know, easily generate ID cards and, and uh, binders and certificates uh, in a much more efficient way, uh, manner than what we we're doing. So,
0: How's um, everybody else at the agency taking to the new management system?
1: Uh, amazingly. I mean, you know. Uh, it's been a, a ton of work, especially for the people that were managing the whole integration and uh, and setup of the whole thing. But um, the team has been incredibly supportive. And uh, although, you know, there are challenges along the way and we've handled them, you know, attitudes are great. People are, you know, positive and contributing and you know, being collaborative. I mean, yeah. You walk through the halls and there's people at other people's desks helping them, you know, figure out how to do things, how to figure out how to do an ID card or a binder or, or whatever the case is. Uh, so everybody's helping each other and, you know, uh, making sure we're, we're getting things done. So, uh, although it is an interruption, um, everybody's handling it really well.
0: Yeah man I mean just the one thing that is the absolute worst to, to just mess with at all in any capacity is the management system. It's just it just it's involved in so many things and just just swapping it out there's no easy way to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work for sure. And there's a lot of sweating, <laughs> you know, cuz when a client calls up, they need something. We like to deliver it in, you know, 5 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, you know, we like to be responsive. And so if we can't do that, it's tough. It causes stress.
0: <laughs> Were you feeling any pressure on that responsiveness at all? Um,
1: so, yeah, I think there definitely was. I mean, you know, we do a lot of business in New York. And one of the, you know, one of the things we have to be able to deliver is an ID card. Uh, and New York has a special ID card. Um Uh, that has a barcode on it. And there's a special program that you need to be able to deliver that. Uh, And so we need to make sure we knew how to deliver that. And so there was some hiccups there and, you know, big client calls in, buying a car They're sitting at the dealership and we need to turn around that, uh, you know, as quickly as possible. So, you know, that causes some, some uh, stress, but you know, we made it through (laughs) team, the team stepped up and they did a great job. If the client had to wait a few minutes more, you know, they they were okay with that.
0: So I I don't know if I actually know the answer to this question, but just what's I mean what's your primary gig? I mean by gig, I mean like what's the, you know, what's your main focus mm-hmm. in the the agency? Like what's what's your go-to? Like what's the thing that you really do like well. Yeah, so
1: I'm a producer. And so I'm focused on, you know, building center of influence relationships bringing on new clients, uh, managing the renewal process, and advice for existing clients. Um, And then I I also work on special projects uh, for the firm. Uh, I'm one of the technology folks, uh, and so I'll I'll be handed a technology project, and I'll take that and run with it uh, for the firm as well. Um, But the prime focus is uh, COI development and new business development and retention.
0: So, what kind of uh, so what kind of cois are you actually developing?
1: So, my specialty is working with high net worth individuals and families, and so I look to partner up with family offices, wealth managers, financial planners, uh, real estate agents, mortgage brokers, uh, estate planning attorneys, uh, and those folks. Uh, so that they know me and, and when their client has a need, or if they want a review for their client, a personal insurance review, then, you know, they'll contact me and you know, I'll, t- I'll take it from there. So I work on identifying those folks, uh, in, making an introduction, uh, and then developing a relationship, uh, so that they feel comfortable and, and the trust is there, uh, so that they can start referring me to their clients.
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's the one thing that's interesting is, you know, high net worth is always something like, oh yeah, man, I, I mm-hmm. should do the more of those people. They have a lot of money and that seems like something that would you know, be mm-hmm. good for my agency. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you know, you hear people talk about all the time that that's something that they want to do and they kind of right. struggle getting into it. Um, I really, I honestly don't know if this is true or not, but mm-hmm. I believe the agency has like a history of focusing on high net worth. Is that, is that right? Uh,
1: yeah, I think you're right. Um, you know, I think we've been probably focusing on it for uh, probably a little over 15 years or so, um, uh, has been the primary focus. And the, the firm is now about 90% personal lines, 10% commercial. And, and so it's really, really the bread and butter of the firm.
0: Again, I don't know how true this is or how much of this has been a part of your career um, mm-hmm. but just something that's, you know, I mean, how, um, how, how did you get started in this?
1: It's been uh, the, the entirety of my insurance career is focusing on high net worth. Um, you know, when I began, uh, at Ericsson, that was my charge was, you know, getting familiar with the space, understanding it, uh, understanding the needs and then figuring out how to build a book of business, uh, as well as. Uh, help maintain the existing book and and grow that. Um, you know, and I think, like you said, I think you're right um, to a certain extent. Is that a lot of agencies want to uh, be in the high net worth business and and serve these clients, um, but it's not really a focus for them, or or some other reason why it's it's not taken off. Um, but I think a lot of agencies probably have the capability to do it.
0: Um, so when you say every agency has the capabilities, what are those what do those capabilities actually look like?
1: So I think every uh, a lot of most agencies probably have a few high net worth clients already, uh, business owners, uh, you know uh, clients that have large personalized accounts, million dollar plus homes. So the capability, if you have three or four or five of those types of clients the capability is there um i built my book by servicing really well existing clients that were high net worth and then one referred me to another 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 and so you know i think um if you focus on the relationships you have that are high net worth and just uh, get deep with them you can build a high net worth book
0: but kurt man that's going to take forever
1: It'll take a while for sure. <laughs> It'll take a while. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you got to build trust that takes time. Um, but, uh, my point I think is if you have those, if you have some in the market, then you can get others. They are your entree into the market and yes, it will take time, uh, and effort.
0: You know, sure. but the thing I like there is that, you know, you're saying, listen, I mean, you've probably already got at least one or two already on the books and, mm-hmm. And if you really focus mm-hmm. on them then you know you could you'll know, slowly start yeah
1: yeah okay if you have 2 3 or 5 it'll take longer than yeah if you have 30 or 40 or 50 um but you know it depends on where you are and what your focus is
0: now i mean just for everybody you know playing along at home i'm i'm just a health insurance guy i i don't really mm-hmm. go near the, the high net worth Mm -hmm. sale. So what does that conversation look like? I mean, how does, how does it start? How do you get into it? Like what, what are the things that you've kind of learned, you know, Mm -hmm. making those initial approaches?
1: So the the conversation with the client, the conversation with the COI, I mean, you know, first explaining to a COI, you know, the target audience, you know, who you're looking to work with. And I look to work with uh, people who have million dollar plus homes. Uh, They own multiple homes uh, in multiple different states. They have you know, nice, nice cars. Uh, They probably own some jewelry, maybe art, maybe have a wine collection. Uh, They they do a lot of traveling. Uh, They have uh, obviously a high net worth and so need high limits of liability. So, you know, the makeup uh, could be, you know, as simple as that, or it could get more complex where they have more than two homes. They own boats, they own a yacht, uh, they have a fractional interest in an aircraft. Um, They have a, a large art collection, Uh, located in many different locations. Um, You know, so there could be the complexity. uh, The sky's the limit as far as that's concerned. But, you know, the typical high net worth account, it's a million dollar plus home, a few nice cars, a couple nice cars, some valuable articles, and, uh, you know, probably a $5 million at least umbrella.
0: Now, Kurt, that doesn't really sound that much different than the run-of-the-mill personal lines account. That's correct. Yep, it is...
1: It is not much different than a run-of-the-mill personalized account. Um, Where it gets a little bit more uh, interesting is uh, with the insurance products that you're working with. um, Because the insurance products uh, have some some customization, some flexibility that's built in there that you can enter into the advisory process and the renewal process. And so, you know, as you're managing these accounts... um, yeah, the premiums are, are, are the account makeup maybe is similar to a middle market account, um, but the premiums are higher. And so, you know, there, there might be some more you can do there to manage the premiums or more that you need to do to manage the premiums. Um, You know, things like risk mitigation discounts, you know, backup generators, water leak detection, automatic shutoff valves for your, for the water system, uh, lightning strike uh, protection, uh, so on and so forth. So there's There's some more complexity with the insurance products as well as some of the account makeups. You know, for example, maybe a home is located over five miles from the fire department um, and there's no water protection. How do we how do we handle that? Or it's in an earthquake zone with wildfire and brush uh, exposure or it's located on the coast in Florida, uh, you know, with um, with hurricane risk. And so we need to figure out how to how to get that properly insured and keep it insured.
0: No, that's, I mean, that's awesome. I just, I love making things more approachable, you know, it's just, Hey, listen, this isn't as, as complicated, as difficult, as scary as you think it might be. And just, you know, kind of letting everybody know that it's okay. Maybe that I guess punch above their weight a little bit, if, if that's what they consider right. above their weight. Uh, but just, you know, going, going and getting something and, and kind of figuring out you know, how to do it. But, uh, you know, one of the more interesting things I think and we had a conversation kind of briefly about this at elevate was about what you're working on you know, right. with risk review and, and kind of the whole uh, you know, the, the whole uh, mission there, as far as, you know, what you've been able to kind of put together to really help move things along, make things easier and just not have to uh, be the dead horse when it comes to getting certain pieces of information. So so what's a little bit what's a little bit of that story.
1: Yeah, so it, you know it happened a couple years ago. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be involved with a, a designation course sponsored by Chubb and the Wharton School. And as part of that process, they have you go through a project and create a project. I uh, am part of the project is identifying a problem and then solving the problem. So my problem that I found was the client experience. Uh, that was available, uh, you know, either through me, through the agency or, or in the industry at that point. And I wanted to improve the client experience for my clients um, and for agency clients. And so as I went through that process, trying to find a solution and figure out, you know, what the solution was going to be, I uh, I came to uh, one of the biggest I guess, roadblocks to improving the customer experience was in gathering information from clients. Uh, You know, if someone wants a new uh, homeowner's policy, I'd have to get on the phone with them uh, and ask, you know, three to 15 questions, depending on the situation. And it would take, you know, five to 25 minutes, uh, whatever the case is. Um, At renewal, you know, there'd be a whole slew of things that I'd want to know to better serve the client. So gathering information uh, was a kink in the, in the in the process. And so I found digital forms. And I said, well, digital forms can simplify this whole thing. Uh, and so from there, I kind of said, okay, where can I use digital forms in my process with clients? Um, and I, I found I could use them a lot of places, the new business process, the renewal process, at different points in the service experience. Uh, and, and that can streamline that whole data gathering, uh, information gathering. Uh, process from the client uh, and then once I have the information I can then focus my time and energies on delivering a great client experience and and coming up with my advice uh, and designing a great solution for the client uh, so that was my project uh, or at least the thought process in, in finding a problem which was you know it takes a lot of time and energy to gather information from a client playing phone tag uh, and the like and retyping questions into emails and wanting to streamline that not only for myself, but for the client. So and now, I,
0: I mean, I know it's, I know it's probably pretty early and I just, i love, you know, anything that we can kind of do to just really allow us to focus on more important things and, and not have to worry about some of the more, uh, you know, trivial parts of the whole insurance process, uh, but again, I know it's I know it's probably early days. But what what is what are right. some, what are some of the results and feedback that you're seeing from agents who are who are actually using it on the platform, and, and what are the, what are what are those experiences actually looking and sounding like?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a great question, and uh, you know I, I've been working with digital forms since uh, say about two years, and the first thing I did was uh, just a quick annual review annual renewal questionnaire. Uh, And so I've been using that for two years to great success um, where it's basically, I I have a form email. I put a link to the form in the email, send it to clients and they fill it out. Uh, I get anywhere from 20 to 50% response rates from the clients that I send it to. Uh, And from those responses, I'm able to save them money, uh, sell new business and provide advice, you know? Uh, So for example, if they say in the questionnaire that their home is in a trust, then I can start the whole conversation about well we need to add this to the homeowner's policy and you know what's the purpose of the trust or what's the purpose of the LLC. Um, you know another client said uh, I started a new business they clicked the button started a new business great that allows me to ask them a question what's the new business and then I sell that I sold that piece of business. Um, so the forms have been working great. Uh, one of the the uh, the newest forms that has been one of our most popular forms is the new vehicle form. And this is just a service function, you know, where client emails me, says, Hey, I'm buying a new car. And then I have to get on the phone with the dealer or the service person has to get on the phone with the dealer to gather all the information, you know? Well, uh, what our clients are, and our, our users of risk review are doing is just sending that form to the dealer. Dealer fills it out and then we get the information back needed to, to add the car. Uh, so it saves a lot of time. So, you know, uh for me uh and yeah you know, we're we just launched last week, so at this point we have about uh you know a few users uh using it right now um, but for me uh and the people at my firm who have been using these forms for a while now, uh we've been able to derive significant value
0: so yeah, so now you had said you focus on high net worth, but I mean those I mean those people they are just they've got too much money to really worry about. Doing that, right, Kurt? I mean, there's no way. I mean, are they there? Are they actually taking to it?
1: Right. Uh, so yes, they are taking to it. Um, you know, anywhere from the the client who's got a five million dollar net worth to a fifty million dollar net worth, uh, I've had you know fill out the forms, and some of them uh, in the last two years have filled it out every year, um, where they're giving me new information about what they're doing. So. You know, I've gotten feedback from some of them because I asked them, you know, what do you think about the experience? And, and you know, one of them said, you know, for me, and this is uh, this is a couple uh, that has two homes and two and cars in two states. And they said, for us, it's great because we're busy and we could do this when we're sitting on the couch at night. Uh, and we have time um, you know, versus having to try to schedule a conference call. So uh, uh yeah i mean it works for anyone millennial baby boomer gen x gen y um you know some people i think uh, don't will you know won't want to you know fill out the form uh and that's fine and i have had one person say that they don't want to fill out the form and so for them i just take them off that service function um and and how many
0: people have used it oh thousands (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing, right? It's just, I do think we, you know, dramatically underestimate, even if, you know, Mm -hmm. even if it was less than one person or more than one person, right? Like even if it was 10 people, it's like, that's not a reason not to do it. And I think we dramatically underestimate um, the desire people have Mm -hmm. to reduce friction and really just in all processes in their life. And if they can have things happen easier, faster, um, you know, it's just a lot of that stuff right. is, is put on our end of where we think we need it to build that relationship because, you know, we, we have to put our face in front of them because if they don't see right. our face, then we're not providing them value. And somehow our face in front of them equates to value when, Really, they're just like, man, listen, I just, you're an okay guy to look at, but I just, I don't need you right here, right, right. now. And can we figure something else out? And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, I love when we kind of have new things, new ways uh, to kind of push that forward and, and and really just be a little more confident in what we're doing and, and not necessarily making up reasons right. to right. No. kind of put this perceived value out there. Right. Right. Because I believe you even told me, I think we mentioned this briefly at Elevate. You had said that you were working on you know, automating some of this to where mm-hmm. it could just happen automatically behind the scenes, even without touching it.
1: Yeah, that's that's right, and uh, especially with the renewal process. So, like you said, I have a process in our system uh, where 60 days ahead of renewal, every client gets in a renewal email says, hey, you know, hey, your your renewal's coming up uh, on such and such date. Um, you know, please take a, a few minutes to click the link below and fill out the appropriate questionnaire. Um or feel free to call me to start a conversation. So, you know, it's always an ad, it's an additional service that we're offering. It's not go fill out the form and we're not here for you. It's, you know, here's another avenue for you to engage with me as your advisor. You can either do it or you can give me a call or send me an email or whatever you like. Uh and inevitably, as I said, twenty to fifty percent of those folks. Uh, We'll fill out the questionnaire. I get an email in my inbox that says, "You know, uh, Joe uh, Smith filled out the questionnaire, and uh, they added low temperature monitor their alarm system. They added an LLC to their house. Uh, They're going on a very expensive vacation in July, and they started a business or whatever the case is. And so then I can take that and and then you know do my summary of insurance uh, as well as put together advice." Regarding what they notated in the questionnaire, um, so it's been a huge success on the renewal, on the renewal side. As far as giving, you know, making a contact, a touch point with every one of my clients, uh, very easy, and and somewhat automated. Uh, the the not automated piece is the advice that I'm able to deliver.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's just the, that's you said it right there. The advice is the one thing that we just kind of constantly discount. I mean that's mm-hmm. what ultimately can't be replaced right now and the one that you know we maybe discount more than we should and 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 things like this right just getting getting renewal forms in front of them faster easier is just is just so important to kind of Doing things a little bit different, but I mean, I just I want to move things even if we could just take a half a second. Well, maybe whatever doesn't really have to have a time frame. But I'm just looking to see what's next. Like, what are you looking at? Where, like, we're doing these things now, but what's one thing we need to maybe start preparing ourselves to be comfortable thinking about and doing in the near future?
1: Well, I think you said it earlier, which is um, clients are very willing to take advantage of some of these new Uh, service options, Uh, whether it be digital forms, uh, a a service center or Alexa, you know, a voice app um, or video, you know, watching a video that explains a question. I think our clients are uh, not only ready for it, but thirsty and hungry for it. Um, And so, you know, even something as simple as a a digital renewal questionnaire, um, you know, which for me at the time was like light years ahead of what I could do in terms of capability Uh, clients were so pleasantly surprised by and, and and welcoming it. So I think it's just, it's getting over that um, feeling, like you said, that clients expect us to do everything manually. You know, they want to hear our voice. They want to get a personal email to them. It's getting over that. And moving towards clients, don't care how they get the service done, they just care that it gets done quickly uh, and accurately. And uh, if at the end of it you can put a personal touch on it, even better. Um, and, and so, I think they're coming to us for an insurance experience that is uh, one that they can rely on, uh, especially in time of need. And uh, if we can do it efficiently for us and for them, then they're going to be happy with that. And I think, uh, um, it took me, it took me a while to get to that point, by the way, it took me a while to get comfortable saying, Mr. Smith, please, you know, visit this link to fill out a renewal questionnaire. But once I did, you know, my life just became so much easier and, and it, it, it became more fun too. Um,